This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. This podcast is sponsored by listeners just like you. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. In the time of the Baal Shem Tov, in the city of Vilna, there were two simple tailors. And they weren't very good tailors, but they knew how to make simple clothes for simple people. And they would go around to all the little towns and villages, taking orders and sewing clothes for people. Since the two of them were both from Vilna, and they both traveled around these towns, eventually they met up, and they decided to become partners. They would split the profits 50-50. And one time, after they were away from home, For two full years, they passed by a certain village, and according to their custom, they went to one of the Jews living there to spend the night. And it happened to be that this Jew was a farmer who was also a tax collector for the local poets. And when they came to him, they saw he was kind of depressed. And they asked him, what's going on? He said, oh, you know, I've been working for this poets for such a long time. It's not an easy job to collect taxes. Everybody hates me. And now the Poritz wants to kick me out of my farm and take all my money away. He's even threatening to kill me, God forbid, because he's marrying off his daughter and he needs a tailor to make the wedding gown. And I brought all the fanciest expert tailors from everywhere around and the Poritz was not happy with anyone's work. So the two tailors, they look at one another and they say, No, obviously, it's Ashkachapratis. It's divine providence that we're here. Look, we're two tailors, and we're experts. We've traveled all around. For sure, we can make a wedding gown that the poets will like. And the tax farmer, he looked at these two and he said, Seriously, I brought in the fanciest tailors around, and you guys sell overalls to farmhands and peasants, and you're going to make a fancier wedding gown than the finest tailors around? And the two of them said, You know what? What do you have to lose? You brought everyone already. He doesn't like anyone's work. So give us a chance and maybe he'll like it. And after enough time, the tax farmer agreed and he took the two tailors to the poets. They did a sample job for him. And not only did he like the sample, he loved it so much he asked them to make all of the bridal wardrobe for his daughter and also for the groom and for the whole family. And the two of them did it on the spot. They started measuring that day. They worked for a few weeks. All the work was done, and they got paid a very nice amount of money. And as a bonus to the tax farmer, the Poritz agreed not to kick him out of his house and to let him keep collecting taxes for the Poritz. So now the Poritz's wife, she looked at these two tailors, and she saw how happy they were that the Poritz had agreed not to ruin the life of the Jewish tax collector. And she said, you know what? Maybe these two Jews would be willing to pay for that Jewish family we threw in the dungeon. Why don't you ask them? Maybe they'll pay us some money for him. And so the poets told the two tailors that there's another Jewish tax farmer who didn't collect taxes, and he owed a lot of money. And so the poets threw him in prison with his entire family. And at this point, all they want to do is die. So one of the tailors said, Nu, how much do they owe you? And the answer was 300 silver rubles. 
which was an absolute fortune at the time. And one of the tailors turns to his partner and he says, "New, what do you think? And the other one said, look, if it were a little less money, there's no question I would pay it right away. But 300 silver coins? I don't even know how much money the two of us had made over the last couple of years. So they decided to do a calculation. And it came out that over the two years, including the work that they had done for the Poorets, they had made a total of 600 silver coins, which meant that each of them had earned 300, the exact amount that it would take to ransom this family and do the mitzvah of redeeming a captive. Pidion Shvu'im. So one of the tailors said to his partner, I'm breaking our partnership. Give me my 300 silver coins. And the partner said to him, are you crazy? This is a lifetime's amount of work. For two years we worked for this, plus all the money that the poets paid us. But the other partner said, I don't care. I'm redeeming this family no matter what. And so he takes the 300 silver rubles and he gives it to the poets. A few minutes later, this poor, dirty, depressed family is taken out of the dungeon they see the light for the first time in years. <gasps> and when the poet says, well, you should thank that teller over there because he gave his whole life saving for you, the family came and they hugged him and they thanked him. They said, we can never repay the debt. Thank you so much. And then they left. And the two tailors together went back to Vilna. Now the one who had kept all of the money, he opened a business and started making ready-made clothes which was a new concept at the time. And very quickly, he started becoming very, very wealthy. Whereas the other tailor, the one that had given everything away to redeem the family, he had nothing to live off of. And people nicknamed him the depressed tailor. This poor guy, he had nothing to eat. And when he was absolutely starving, he would ask somebody for a little bit of tzedakah, just so he could get something to eat. Nobody knew where he lived and nobody knew how he survived besides that. One day he was starving and he saw a fellow Jew on the streets of Vilna and he said, Please, brother, I'm starving. You have to give me a little tzedakah to buy some food. And this was a small-time businessman. And he looks at this poor pauper begging for money, dirty, smelly. He looks down on him. He says, If I give you some tzedakah, what are you going to give me in return? And the depressed tailor he said, I'll give you my brachas. The businessman smiled and he said, you know, the blessings of a fool are probably worthless. Here's a little bit of tzedakah. And then he walked away and forgot about it. Now this businessman was a flax merchant and he would travel around buying up flax and then bring it back into town and resell it. And on the day that he met the tailor, he was going to a farm of a particularly difficult customer who he always had a hard time making deals with him. And this time, there were no problems with the deal. And not only that, he bought the flax for a really cheap price. Everything went smoothly. And that never happened before. So obviously, he bought the flax cheap. He sold it for the regular price, so he made a lot of money. It wasn't long before he had to go out to another farmer and make a deal with him. And he figured he'd better find that tailor, give him a little tzedakah and get a bracha. And he did. And the same thing happened. He got it for really cheap, there was no negotiation, and he made a lot of money. So this kept repeating itself. Every time he was about to go for a deal, he would go and find the depressed tailor, give him a little tzedakah, ask him for a bracha, and within a year and a half, he was one of the wealthiest men in all of Vilna. 
and still nobody knew the secret to his success. And one day he's sitting at a meal, and there's lots of friends and relatives there, and they're all drinking wine, and they're all saying l'chaim to his success. And eventually, the secret came out. And it says in the Talmud, your friend has a friend, and your friend's friend has a friend. And so it was that the secret was no longer a secret, and in no time, word spread like wildfire that the depressed tailor's brachas came true. People were lining up just to get a bracha from the depressed tailor, who wasn't so depressed anymore, because money was flowing in, and he really didn't understand what was going on. Now at the same time, there were a couple of chassidim of the Baal Shem Tov who were passing through Vilna, and they saw this big line, and they said, what's going on here? People said, you don't know? The depressed tailor, his brachas come true. So they went and they watched the depressed tailor giving brachas to everyone, and people paying him money, and when they came back to Mezhibuz, they told the Baal Shem Tov about the depressed tailor. And the Baal Shem Tov wanted to meet him. So he sent the Hasidim back to Vilna and said, Please bring him here to Mezhibuz so I can speak with the tailor myself. And when the two of them met, the Helega Baal Shem Tov said to the depressed tailor, Tell me, why did Hashem give you the gift that your brachas should come true? And the tailor, he just shrugged his shoulders and he said, The truth is, I have no idea. One day I was just begging on the street. I was starving. I got some tzedakah from this guy. I gave him a bracha. Next thing I know, people are waiting in line to get brachas from me. So the Baal Shem Tov said, Try to remember. Did anything special happen in your life? And of course the tailor forgot all about ransoming that family, giving away his life saving to save them. The Baal Shem Tov started with the tailor when he was a young boy, and eventually they got to the point where he spent his life savings to redeem this family. And the Baal Shem Tov said, that's the reason that your brachas are coming true. He said, listen, I need you here in Mezhibuz. I'll give you a full-time job. You'll never have to worry about money or food or anything. And the tailor was a little confused and he said, Rebbe, I don't understand. He said, you're going to sit with me and I'm going to teach you the revealed and the secrets of Torah. And slowly, you will grow in your Torah learning. And the day will come when you will pay me back for what I'm doing for you. Now, the tailor didn't really want to be giving all these brachas and didn't want to be standing all day collecting money. He didn't want to starve, of course, but money wasn't that important to him. And to be by the holy Baal Shem Tov, that was such a gift. And so he agreed. And for the next few years, the two of them learned together. And this depressed tailor became a great tzaddik. And eventually he was made the mashpia, the spiritual advisor to the yeshiva in Mezhibuz of the Baal Shem Tov, and he would sit with all the Hasidim and Farbreng and share with them his life experiences. And of course, whenever anybody needed a special bracha, the tailor, who was no longer the depressed tailor, but the happy tailor, was able to give a bracha to help that person break through.
Thank you so much for listening to the stories, my sweetest friends. And thank you for all your support. I'd like to thank the latest supporters of this podcast, the Frank family of New York. Thank you for your support. And if you would like to become a financial backer of this podcast by giving a monthly donation or a one-time donation, it could be $5, $50, whatever you'd like to give. You can find that link by going to my website, HasidicStory.com, H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. And there you'll see a, a link that says become a supporter. There you'll have the options of giving one time or once a month. And there are other ways to support the podcast besides a monthly donation. All you have to do is share this with your friends, leave feedback wherever you are, send me an email or a message wherever you hear this, and just keep listening. That's a great way to continue supporting this podcast. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to our next story together.